This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. My guest is Chris Fairbanks. ChrisFairbanks.com if you want info on him. I forgot to do that at the end of the episode, so I'm doing it now. It's an interesting little twist on things. What do we got? Um, Well, we have some upcoming shows for me. July 22nd, I'll be in Fairfield, Connecticut at the Fairfield Theater. July 27th through 29th, I'll be in Montreal at the Just for Laughs Festival. August 19th, I'll be at the Baby Grand in Wilmington, Delaware. And September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, I'll be in Seattle at Bumbershoot Festival. And backtracking, July 31st, I forgot about this one, I'll be at the Village Underground, which is part of the Comedy Cellar, doing a 45-minute set, minimum 45 minutes. Might go 50, you never know. And uh, what else do we got? Todd Berry podcast t-shirts. Go to toddberry.com slash shirt. And I have a book out called Thank You for Coming to Hattiesburg. It's like a tour diary. Uh, it's doing uh, pretty good reviews on Amazon, like four over four stars. That's pretty good, right? I didn't write any of the reviews, so that makes it a little more uh, legit. And uh, go to feralaudio.com for this podcast and other podcasts. I think that's it. Here's Chris Fairbanks, everyone. You're on Channel One, are you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I've never uh, assigned channels to... Uh, why the channel? The channels. I've never saw channels to the channels. Well, I, I think I usually, I've always approached uh, podcasting like trucking, and you have to uh, pick the right channel. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever have? Do you ever go through a CB phase? Um, when I was in high school, um, it was of course way pre cell phone, and all of the all of the popular kids would have trucks with a CB antenna, and most of my friends would communicate on weekends about parties or outdoor kager things over CB radio. Like, that was how uh-huh. people in my high school communicated. Wow. Yeah. Because I always felt, because I remember when I lived in Florida, as opposed to Montana, where you're from, Yeah, that there was, like, there was some, like, some of the richer types would have, like, they bought as, like, a toy. Like, I've seen they'd be a breaker when nine, like... You're just talking around. There's like a chat line almost. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of fun to joke around like, hey, I got a smoky on your tail. Yeah. Like you would use some of the language. Do they still use, are CB radios still a thing? They must be. You know what? I think it's, it's going to come back. <laughs> but like even with truckers, are they still a thing? Mm-hmm. I think that is still the way truckers communicate. Uh, had no idea this is what we would be talking about. About CB radios, yeah, but that's cool. The, though. That's the what, communication of the future. That's that's what's <laughs> that's what's great about the Todd Barry podcast is you never know where it's going to start, where it's going to end. 
or why I'm doing it? <laughs> Those are the big three questions. You're in New York City. Mm-hmm. I happened to read a tweet of yours saying you were going to be here. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I should probably get him on the podcast. Then there's the lazy part of me that just doesn't want to get anyone on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'm that way with mine. <laughs> and then you contacted me and then I said, yeah, this, this, is, gonna, this is a slam dunk. Yeah. <laughs> It's, doesn't that have all the makings of a three-point slam dunk? <laughs> See, I, I can only say slam dunk on the most superfluous level. I don't even know what a three-point yeah, I'm, I Yeah, I'm, I'm just guessing that's a slam dunk like the way Michael Jordan used to do it where he would jump from the three-point line. Oh. So I assume those slam dunks cost, uh, gave them three points. I am as much not in the know with sports as you might be. Okay, we're both fucking artsy yeah. types. Yeah. Do yeah. You, uh, why are you in New York? I there's a show called Crashing that Pete Holmes oh. show, and uh, I was an alternative. I think one of the sides said uh, good-looking alternative. I think it said young. Oh, alt- I'm 42. Like an alt I'm not. Yeah, so I played oh an alt comic, and one of the things said young on it. So Did that made me feel pretty good. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm 42. So they flew you in for this? Yeah, on a uh, the plane had a. I've not experienced this. This is a larger plane that then went on to like Dusseldorf or somewhere uh-huh. in Germany. So I wasn't used to like a 747, but there's a button that just is a bed and you push the button and the seat totally reclined exactly horizontally. Totally. And then also there was a massage setting. I'm not. Oh, massage kidding. setting. Yeah. There's a button and, a, and a, a, some knuckles. So they the, flew you first class. You know, it just said it just said uh, sky priority, so I don't yeah, know. You got first yeah, class. I was definitely More business. first class. Yeah, uh, it was first. It did was. you audition for this? No, yeah, it's one of these. It's one of these uh, new. It's one of the first times someone said specifically, "You come to this." Oh, that's great. Yeah, it feels good when that's a thing. Because they didn't. I haven't been on that show. Am I? They used a clip of me on on the show. Yeah. And I think that's what I... I just came to give them the clip. <laughs> oh, come on. Because there's no footage of me at the Comedy Cellar. So You're just I, trying to make I, me feel better. Yeah, yeah. About not being asked to do a show about New York comedy where I'm one of the kingpins. Yeah, you are one of the kingpins. Lynchpins or kingpins? No, you're the uh, part of the lynch mob, and you're one of the kingpins. So how big is your part? I mean, I'm sure you're not allowed to talk about it too much. I don't think very big, because I, I waited all day and then did like a 10-minute set. And uh, we'll see what they use. Where did from you do it. the set? But he said, "Use your weirder. Do your weirder stuff. The stuff that doesn't always work." And I was starting to think, "Oh, oh is this God. one of these situations where I'm going to be edited to look right. at?" It's like the last comic standing. And yeah. then uh, it didn't go well for everyone. <laughs> but at least this is a fictional show. Basically. Yeah, one joke, and then and then they go. So they filmed you doing a set. Yeah, at an actual show, or was it at a fake show? Uh, it's a pretend audience. It was uh, like a paid audience. Where at? Where'd you film? In a in a apartment, not far from. Or it was in near Williamsburg. In an apartment? Was, yeah, it was an apartment concert. Okay, so that was the alt. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did um? So you're done? I'm. Yeah, it was one day. And how many days did they put you up? Uh, two days. And then I'm paying for an additional two, and I'm considering this a vacation. Oh, my God. That's cool. You can write that shit off, probably, right? I you think so. You came here to do this podcast? I'm going to pretend this vacation is a uh, car donation to kids, cars for kids. <laughs> do you, um, so you got in what day? I'm, I'm very into Thursday. the details. Yeah. I got Thursday, in Thursday, film Friday. Yeah, it was a, a, 
I got in in the afternoon and then uh, showed him some of my own clothes uh, to show that I could dress like the character uh-huh. that is based on me. And then, uh, and then I had nothing else Thursday, so I just uh, wandered around, did comedy, did Irish exit. Some... Oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it was really fun. And you're doing the Knitting Factory tonight? Uh, tonight, yeah. I haven't done that in a while. It'll um, be fun, right? It is, will be fun. Well, uh, uh, Will and uh, Clark and Kenny, the three guys that host that show, were hosting the fake show on the pretend TV oh. show. The show was in the show that, that I That guy did. Will's popping up everywhere now. You know what? I like him. I, I like, like him, too. I, I don't like know him well, but he's got a nice presence about yeah, him. Yeah, he does. Where you feel like, oh, this guy's... A- yep. He's an all right guy. Putting me at ease. Yeah. I can't say the same for his two cronies. Oh, really? No, they're both nice. <laughs> they're both nice. We're doing some shit talking. Yeah, yeah. Some I ease shit. into it. I ease Do in. you, um, so you filmed, you got there Thursday. Yeah. What'd you do? You get off the plane, you get a ride. I'm sure they arranged a ride for you. Yeah, and that <sighs> felt good. It, it started at my house, like a limo. My roommate, I woke him up early. Uh, we fired up his car, and then we started to leave, and then I got a text that said, uh, this, this Lincoln oh, Navigator is waiting. Oh, so sweet that you didn't so, realize that they would pick yeah, you up. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even know. It that's felt the best really thing fancy. about it. Get acting works, you get door-to-door. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it's really nice. Uh, and they're taking me back. I'm staying two days on my own and uh, in, in paying for the room, but they're they're still riding me back to the uh, airport. Yeah, yeah, I mean... So fancy. It's part of the deal is you get a ride back. I don't, yeah. They're not going to be like, oh, you're staying extra days. We're not going to give you that ride <laughs> that we uh, would give you. You're trapped. Do you... Um, did you get your free, your Delta Miles? Yeah, I did. Okay, then we don't have to talk about that. No, you uh, you inspired me a long time ago to start okay. paying attention okay. to that. Yeah. Well, then I won't bore the people like I usually do with my excessive you knew talk I about Delta Sky Miles. You said Sky Priority. Yeah, yeah. When okay. you were telling me the story earlier. Oh, okay. So, and you know enough the ins and outs. Yeah, of I know all that it's called Sky Priority. That's <laughs> Delta. Were any celebrities on the flight? Uh there was an older lady that I think I remember from an 80s summer camp film. Really? I'm not kidding. but And she was near me. It was a very pretty uh, woman in her uh, 70s, like a beautiful uh, lady in her 70s. Was. And I'm like, she's been... And she was in first class. She's been some kind of a Miss Devereaux. <laughs> yeah. the, um, so you got here Thursday mm-hmm. night, a- afternoon? Yeah, yeah, early evening. What'd you do? You did the Irish exit? Yeah, I'm. But a that's big f- on Tuesdays. Yeah, why? Well, I, I uh, right when I landed, I contacted uh, Mike Kaplan. It's spelled Mick. Yeah. M Y Q. And he's always been great about getting me on shows. Uh-huh. He's just a inherently sweet person. He's a nice so, guy. So he he told me about that, and then I'm a person that likes to be in the hotel room. So I really I walked around. I put. I unpack my bags, I fold everything, I put them in the drawers. You put them in the drawers? Yeah. See, I... Uh, Button-ups on hangers. I'm... At home, I'm kind of messy. Because I've only started recently, like, I've never been like, I go, I'm not going to put these, my clothes in these potentially diseased drawers. If it was only two days, the two days they needed, I wouldn't have done it. But three, four days, I'm going to be here a while. Did, um... (laughs) So... I thought that Irish Eggs shows on a Tuesday. Did they? They must have switched. Uh, Fourth of July. Oh, okay. Yeah, just that was my uh, minor. That Out of respect for the country, they, they moved said it. we're not going to have a. Call. <laughs> Out of respect for the country, no comedy, no stand-up comics ruining <laughs> our holiday. The um, did you go out to dinner that night? What did I do that night for dinner? You know what? 
I think I just had something around my hotel. Like something nice? Well, Williamsburg. <clears throat> no, it was nice. There's good food here. <laughs> no, I know. That. Yeah, New York does have <laughs> like yeah. three good restaurants. You can go to a cart. I went to one of these carts. And there is a thing. I've, I've been annoyed. I think you talk about it in your stand-up about uh, pizza. and. Or yes, I do yeah, talk yeah. about pizza. Yeah. Uh, but I've never really had New York pizza. And I went to a food cart uh, last night, and it was, it was better. It was, I get it. It was a little doughier. It was a food truck? A food truck, a okay. cart. Yeah, like a, it was a Neapolitan. Oh, that was, well, Neapolitan is a thicker pizza. Yeah. That's yeah. a Sicilian slice, right? Well, this was, I think Neapolitan, if I'm not mistaken, it's a lot of olive oil, it's some mozzarella. It was real, a very simple but yeah. organic uh, tomato. And that's it what was really good. That's what you had. That's what I had. So you, you didn't, are you or, the type who would like ever just say, I'm going to go to that nice restaurant by myself, sit at the bar? Oh, yeah, I do that all the time. Okay. There, uh, right by my uh, hotel, there's a larger hotel, the wind, uh, the windmill or the wind Windham? something. It might be that. Okay. No, it's not one of these larger chains. No, it's not a chain. Oh. It's got a. It's got a upstairs like rooftop uh-huh. bar and outdoor area that I, you can see from a distance, and you know that it's going to be beautiful. So I stood in line as if I was waiting to club, be in a club oh, situation. God. And I waited like twenty five minutes Did just you? to go up there. I took a picture through one of the you know binocular setups. And uh, but I didn't really. I did. I got out of there within ten minutes. I waited in line longer, and I stayed there. Wow! So I did that last night. So you didn't eat there, though. You just wanted to see the rooftop. Food. Yeah, I went from there, and actually, did you have a drink? I went to a food. Yeah, I had a few. I had some today. Can you tell I'm drunk right now? Are you drunk? Yeah, I am. That's drunk. weird. I had a. Uh, I was worried about it because I feel like you don't. You're really actually drunk. I am a drunk person right now. Seriously? I've been it. Yeah, yeah. I was worried about you catching me. Because you don't like drunk people. I don't like drunk people, no. But yeah, like, me either. How, me either. I mean, you're so far, you're not, you just seem like you're yourself. Two of my friends uh, that live here, yeah, well, I'm good at I, I know how to, well, you're now out. it seems, now I'm starting to reveal it. Okay. But uh, I, I met with a couple friends, and it was inevitable. And this city really kind of, uh, it makes you feel okay. It's easy to do that, so it makes you feel okay about this is like this is not one of those podcasts where you, hey we we all we get drunk and then we it's crazy because we're drunk right no I know it isn't but so far your answers have been straight up I haven't and, uh, slurred much you haven't slurred now I'll notice you bit. slurring and everyone listening and will how many drinks did you have uh I had five vodka sodas seriously yeah when. Because uh, it's, it's like okay. 5 o'clock in the afternoon now. Yeah. Well, I, at uh, about 2.30, I arrived at uh, at this bar where my friend's uh, uh-huh. girlfriend works. And then and we uh, – it. I had some anxiety going into it because I kind of knew that I'd be having some drinks. But I feel okay right now. I feel like I'm you and I are you having, feel okay. You, about, well, you've – see, I've changed your opinion of what's happening. I'm just, I mean, I guess it was, it was probably eating away at you and you're like, fuck, I got to Yeah, I had to. I had to tell you. So you've had, so you basically had five drinks in two hours. Yeah, strong. Ones. That's like, yeah, th- uh, and two it's and your half. friend's girlfriend, so that the pour was nice. I'm yeah, sure. I think it was probably so. That's not like measured. seven drinks. So yeah. you did like textbook double binge drinking. Oh, really? Is it? I don't know what the, I mean. The probably. Is. I know I don't have to operate a motor vehicle here. Okay. No, you just have to do a, be a good guest on my fucking podcast. No, no, I think I so think you far, are doing a good job. 
Do you like? Do you do a lot of day drinking? Because I actually had half a glass of wine earlier, which was unusual. Did you? From, yeah. Oh, I yeah, I've seen you drink wine. Yeah. You uh, you had wine at uh, Plonk in Missoula. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Um. Okay. A, re- a friend of mine owns that place. Really? Did we pay for drinks? I really am enjoying your book. I've, oh, you like my I've book? Dove, I've, I've dived in. I've yeah. dove in at just uh, random spots. But, of course, the first thing I read was the Missoula. Oh, you went right to it, huh? Yeah, Missoula chapter. And you're in the Arizona chapters as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I got to check that out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what I said about you, but probably. You know what? It was just uh, my friend, you know, it was all... Uh, you did mention that I went a little long on a show. You did go long. I but, did probably But I, I almost blamed the guy who let you go long more than I blamed the you guy, for going long. So, and I texted you something about this. Yeah. Colin Hickey, who's my friend. He's my friend. We okay. can say his name. Okay. He was, he was uh, booking that uh, there's like a series of bars that are all together on a two-story corner of this uh-huh. historic corner in Missoula and he was like booking bands and things like that and hosting the the uh bingo night but since then has started he's the vice president of this thing called VidCon which are these huge conventions in like Irvine and and San Diego uh-huh. that are uh, YouTube people YouTube famous people so that dude who was is is at the top heap of a very current wow. thing that I don't understand, which is people getting famous on YouTube. Does he know I talked about him in the book? No, I would never. I, he won't know, and I he won't hear this. Okay. Yeah. I didn't really. And if he did, he'd have he to remember. Have... Yeah, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, I remember that time. I remember how it went. I remember." Yeah, the I didn't say anything that was no. Not, you didn't uh, like. Yeah, I didn't even true. mean to. Uh, no, I guess, suggest I just, you I had. Just, yeah. I just I'm not one of these tell-all, trashy throwing shade type people i don't think <laughs> i thought your book was a tell-all it is a tell-all <laughs> it's a tell-all i told you exactly the name of the coffee shop in grand rapids <laughs> tell-all if you are a fan of todd berry and and familiar with his voice it is impossible to not read that book in your voice i know but people always say fun. that and i've always thought I, I guess I understand that, but... Oh, it's a compliment, I think. Always. I know it's a compliment, but I'm just going to try to rip it, rip you <laughs> yeah, apart a little sure, bit. Sure. But it's one of those things where, like, people say, I read your tweets in your voice. It's like, well, because you know what my voice sounds like. It would be weird to not read my tweets in my voice. Well, it also you means my, you, you are uh, at a level with your stand-up and comfortable enough with your personality that everything you write... Sounds like something you'd say, which is hard for people to attain. That's yeah. all. So it's a hundred percent a compliment. No, I know that, and I just kind of ruined it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's you also have an annoying voice that people like have in their head. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was the that was the fourth vodka tonic, vodka soda. Yeah, I don't do that salty shit, that tonic. It's weird because I had this wine. I was like, I wonder if I should offer him some wine. And now I'm so glad that I didn't. And yeah, I'm not going that would have put that. me over the edge. Probably. I'm not going to. And tonight you'll probably have a few, right? Well, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I know I'm that not sounds driving. like I'm being judgmental. I'm not. I've, I've been a little judgmental. <laughs> it's okay that you are. But you did show up to my I, podcast drunk, so I guess I get a little. You know, there's a little wiggle room in there. Also on no. time. I was on time. You were on time in the 
the time you gave me that you were going to be late. <laughs> you said, yes. I'm going to be late and arriving at this time. <laughs> I was that late. time you did arrive. I was for late the- for the initial time. I was dead on time for the, hey, do you mind if I'm a half hour late time? So you just did your set for, now let's go back to crashing. You just sure, did your sure. set. And was it supposed to be like alty, alty, like... I don't you wanted know. that, right? Like some sort of not... I did some weird stuff, but I mostly did stuff that I know works in front of regular folks. And, and he, um, Pete's the one who put you in there? I think so. Um, which I didn't... He, I don't even know him very well, but um, Flanagan at Largo has put me on his uh, regular show at Largo uh-huh. a few times. And so I, I guess that's uh, how I've kind of gotten to know him. And Have then, you done a lot of acting? Yeah, I, do, I act. I act like you. You know, I act. Uh, I'm myself. I know how to be myself. So you're in SAG. Oh yeah, that's that's how I paid for my hip. Oh, that's what I was going to talk to you about. Yeah, yeah, I got my hip replaced. You know, because you saw you posted something on Facebook that it for a second it seemed like oh he's getting his leg amputated. Oh really? And I was like, oh fuck. Oh yeah. And then I, I kind of reread it. I remember. And then, uh, I saw other posts subsequent to that. Right. Because I didn't want to jump I the gun and go, I heard you. Yeah, I remember saying they're going to take my leg off yeah. for 40 minutes, cover it with metal, and put it back. That, I guess that's why I thought they were taking your leg off. That's because I watched the surgery on YouTube, and they really do take, they pound, they bend your leg that pops out of side. I watched oh my the God. team that did, did my hip, I watched a video of them doing it on some random person I didn't know, but I did recognize some of these people when I got wheeled into surgery. Uh, it's like eight people and they do it fast and they they pop the leg out and it's hard to watch and uh there's a lot of hammering and blood and well, people you're are wearing goggles you're awake during this no you are 100 percent asleep okay. yeah you're just talking about the video that you watch yeah so i i wish i hadn't watched it because it's a bunch of stuff i don't even need to worry about you are asleep you're not present in this situation but i watched it anyway right yeah what exactly did they do they to put, I guess my femurs were a little um, crooked, the femoral head, the, the helmet at the top of the bone. And yeah. uh, so it wore poorly my whole life. And I remember even I remember in my 20s, it, yeah. yeah, my hip always hurts. I've been complaining about it my whole no, life. No, I don't mean you were complaining. I just remember you mentioning it. Yeah, yeah, it, that it was coming up. But then, uh, so they put a helmet, a metal helmet on it with a little rod and they glue it on there and your bone grows into this the mesh on the base of this helmet and then in the the cup the the joint um the socket they line that with metal and so immediate right when i woke up it felt like i got hit by a car or uh, someone gave me a thousand dead legs or whatever mm-hmm. but the pain in the joint was immediately gone like the cuz my bones were rubbing together and it's yeah. annoying you you get used to it i guess it feels like I'm being cattle prodded. And then once they put that metal in there, I have no pain in the joint. I, I already can tell. It's so it was a, good, successful? I Yeah, very much so. How long was the surgery? F- like 45 minutes. Really? Yeah, they're in there. They're in and out real fast. Damn. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's they, violent. It's crazy to watch. And it's an orthopedic surgeon, I guess. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. And he's... And he's cocky and young. It's exactly what you oh, want really? out of a doctor. He's, he's like, cocky? How's he cocky? He, he was just really sure of himself. He's like, your leg's going to be better than that. Okay. I invented some of these tools. I have a patent on the ball. Oh, wow. 
He was a uh, jerky cocky, right? He was just, he's, he's like, I think this thing lasts 30 years. No, he was almost jerky cocky. Really? But I, yeah, I, it's kind of what you want, though. You felt good about it, though. Yeah, yeah, I believed that. Yeah, he, you want cocky if you believe that what they have a reason to be cocky, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had a cocky doctor. I've had rude doctors before. Oh, yeah. But, so, did they give you painkillers? Uh, yeah, and I, I think... Were you in pain? I was in a lot of pain, yeah. Like right away, and then uh, so they, in the hospital, they have uh, two different pills, and they come in. I'd take it every two hours, but I was in an, enough pain to where I needed some additional pills. But I can see how someone might get nervous about becoming addicted mm-hmm. in a in a Rush Limbaugh way to OxyContin, or I, I was on oxycodone. Is there a difference? Yeah, and I was on hydrocodone. I don't know what the difference is, but I was taking them all, and I weaned myself off the of them a little early i think because i was paranoid about that and then i was in pain and taking nothing so uh that yeah just do it as long as they tell you is my point don't just keep taking them long after you're healed right right yeah <laughs> yeah which is i guess some people do um i'm on ox no i'm not the um <laughs> wow well i'm glad you're feeling better yeah i feel great i walk without a limp yeah did it's you have some- a limp before yeah, for years, and right after surgery, of course, but I was on a walker, and uh, really? but, but now I'm like, no one can even tell. That's great. Yeah, it's great. It no, worked. No wonder you're getting shit-faced in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah, if I was on my pain pills, I wouldn't be such a drunk. The, uh, <laughs> and then you'd just be nodding in front of me. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, how's the stand-up going? Pretty good. I, I think I like stand-up more now than ever. Why is that? I don't know. It's just, I feel like uh, the days of like having terrible sets where you realize it's hard and you never have control over it. For a long, I always am able to eat it. I'm able to eat it in certain audiences and it hurts my feelings. But I'm starting to feel like I don't eat it anymore. I've oh. reached this point where I don't, like I, there's varied enjoyment you know, with my sets, sometimes uh-huh. it feels great. Sometimes it just feels okay. But I don't think I eat it anymore. So you, you know kinda, what I mean? You kind of made a breakthrough. A little bit. Like, I predictably know how to not eat it. I can... Now, is it a thing where you... Where, did you have some bad habits that kind of... I think I did. I think that when I started, it was with this... Um, I'm going to improvise and make stuff up and it's going to be, uh, I'm going to, when that works, when it works to have a mistake turn into a verbal uh, mouth make them up or whatever, like I would occasionally pretend a mistake was happening again as a bit. Yeah. That was kind of how I started is like if I said Chambles Kunky instead of Campbell's Chunky during a joke, I'd just keep doing, because it got a laugh that one right. time. Let me continue with this uh, fake make them up and then that leaves me open to actually improvise in between these planned improvisations. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And yeah. so that became my style and it backfired all the time because people thought, well, he's stammering. He's having trouble even talking. This guy isn't a professional. Right. Sometimes it worked really well and other times... It People would call me on it, yeah, and it looked like I, would, I didn't know what I was doing. So now you're more joke-centric? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Where are you performing? Are you going on the road at all? 
But it's hard to be joke centric. You have to be good at writing jokes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got I got some stuff coming up. I mean, not really. I'm working on a fun. Uh, I'm not on the road a lot right now. Okay. I'm working on that show idea. That, what show? Well, it's uh Did you ever see that cocktail thing I did where I composite myself into the movie cocktail? No. And a dragnet episode. Is that something we can watch on? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, on YouTube. Mike Upchurch, uh, who wrote for Mr. Show and oh, stuff. I, I know who Mike Upchurch Yeah, he's great. And he's really good at this Forrest Gumping, he, like he used to do his own video, where right. he's like, during a Hitler speech, he pulls out a gun and he's trying to kill Hitler. And it looks like he's really there. Yeah. But he doesn't have like high-tech equipment. He has an old computer and After Effects, but it gives it a certain look. To where when he put me as a third character in this uh, cocktail movie, there's uh-huh. really funny. It's like me desperately trying to push myself into this film, and uh, and so we're working on a new one that's a combination of an old, uh, a couple old '60s films, Hell's Angel movies, and there's a lot of fight scenes, and I'm just like Forrest Gumped into these. I don't know what else to call it. No, I know what you mean. Green screen, composited in. And you just do it at his house? Um, we're going to do it at absolutely. that. This, they make, like, Tim and Eric and all those. Oh, They're, is it the vodka company? Yeah, they make, like, Adult Swim stuff. I think it's, like, an Adult Swim type show. Oh, so you got someone's making the show. Yeah, they're going to help us make it, yeah. Oh. But then I don't know what. We'll see then what. They're just going to help us make this additional pilot presentation thing. We haven't wow. like gotten a deal or anything. That's exciting. It is exciting, and uh, this, the movies he's com- I think the idea is like combining two films, and then having the constant through them be these added people, like modern day comics in uh-huh. old seventies and eighties and nineties movies and TV shows, uh, Forrest Gump comics into them, and it's kind of like Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, I guess. But, I forgot that movie. That's Steve Martin, though, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely a good. That's the only thing I can think about. That so this is keeping that. you busy. I mean, I'm thinking about it keeps me pretty busy. We're gonna shoot it in a couple of weeks. We're waiting for my hip to be because there's all these fight scenes. Really? And uh, do you have to go to physical therapy? I have been. Yeah. Does they that have, help? It it is. It's funny how many of them are just classic Jane Fonda. Type exercises where I'm on my side and I'm just doing aerobic leg lifts. Yeah, but it helps. I did it. I had like a rotator cuff thing, and I just I never quite felt like I feel like this can't be doing anything. But eventually, it is. You yeah, can tell eventually so. over time. Oh, it's so tedious. There was a I separated my shoulder once. I was in Canada in the mountains, and this. Have you heard of Reiki massage? Yeah, where she actually rubbed her hands together like Mr. Miyagi to where I almost started laughing at the and there's the sounds of birds on a cassette tape that she played and she would apply almost no pressure on the other shoulder not even on the one that was giving me a problem she'd just rub her hands together poke at my good shoulder and I thought well I've I guess I've lost $70 (laughs) and the next day all of a sudden I could do chin ups Really, it was unbelievable, and so now I believe in all the, anything holistic or anything homeopathic. Do you or, want to take some Chinese herbs right now or something? Yeah, I'll drink some. <laughs> I'll drink some tea that helps my foot stop itching. 
Do you, uh, <laughs> who are you hanging out with these days? Who am I? You know what? I haven't been too social lately. Henry Phillips, I I've like been Henry hanging Phillips. out with. Mike Judge a little bit. He's like Henry's pal, and we've been hanging out with him. And How do you know Mike Judge? He's just a, a great guy. I feel like I met him once, but that's it. Yeah, it's funny because he's one. He's famous, but no one knows what he looks like. Right. It's the most perfect situation. Do you think so, though? Because he doesn't get bothered anywhere, Ever, right? but he gets all the benefits and the accolades from his peers. Right. And uh, everyone respects what he does, and he hears that and knows that. But uh, but he can go anywhere he wants with his family, right? And not be bothered, because that I think would get tiresome, right? Well, hey, catch I'm phrase. the right person to ask. Yeah, <laughs> you do you get bothered by? Do it? I get bothered? Like, yeah. are you saying do people recognize me or does yeah, it bother yeah. me? Does it bother you? When of course they do. It doesn't happen a lot. Really? It happens. It happens regularly. Every probably every day on the average, once or twice. A day. Yeah, yeah. That's all. If I was going to average it out, see, that's taller. That's a tolerable amount. Yeah, and then ninety percent, ninety five percent of the time, it's quick and nice. Yeah, yeah. And it makes you feel good. Yeah, I think decent people like stand up comedy. That's who gravitates to it. Towards. You, have you ever approached a celebrity? I have. Yeah. Let's hear this story. Okay. There is a guy. Do you remember in the? Uh, Deadwood, there was like a syphilitic preacher man that was declining throughout. I only saw a couple episodes of Deadwood. Well, he's like losing his, he's syphilitic and he's, 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 uh, he's, he's seeing things and, uh, he's going crazy in the streets, but they, the guy did such a great job and I've seen him in Venice and I'd like, I went up to him and said, Hey, I'm. Seen on Deadwood, you're really great, and he. No one ever tells right. him that. I could tell right away. He's like, "Really? You think so?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was that's it sweet. Was, yeah, yeah. He was. He was really appreciative. I almost went up. Do you watch House of Cards? Sure. Yeah. I saw the guy Michael Kelly who plays Doug Stamper. Okay. I saw him on the su- waiting for the subway. Then we ended up on the same subway, like mm. you know, a foot and a half from each other. And I was tempted to say, because people say we look alike. You, he looks like you're like an evil older brother, which. And then I just thought, what were we going to say? I'm sorry. Which I've met your real. Yeah. Is that your younger or older o- brother? Older brother. Yeah. And. He's uh, 27. It, it's so. The, the first time I met Martha Kelly's fraternal twin sister or uh-huh. Michelle Balloon's fraternal twin or when you meet someone's uh, sibling it's always exciting if you've known them a while yeah. and then all of a sudden you're and that I got it seemed like it was this bizarro version of you your brother bizarro was, yeah yeah you guys look and carry yourself the same and you had a similar shirt but he's just like a di- he's got a different yeah. personality yeah he's cooler than I but no he isn't that's, that's not what I'm saying why are you saying my brother's not cool <laughs> <laughs> he was what an annoying he was okay I know. you he came out and he's like what a great show god my brother's funny you were great he was just a very he's he's much he's more exuding po- yeah. positivity yeah, he whereas is much more you the whole time I've known you you're not that way you're I, but enjoy- I would say that was great. I like being around you but you're not like yeah hey everything's gonna be great you right. guys and it seems like your brother's a, he's a little more like that very than I positive yeah um, and it's weird because that night <laughs> he's he, not cooler. You weren't great that night, so it was weird that he said that too. No, no, I'm uh, joking. I think that yeah. Let's go back. So I, I was on the subway. Remember what show it was? 
Yeah, so I was on the subway with him, and I thought, God, yeah. I, I, the selfish part of me wanted to get a selfie with him uh, because so you know a number of people have tweeted at me that I look like him, and I thought yeah, it'd be yeah. funny to. But then I was like. I'm not going to be the guy who goes up to him on the subway and not only talks to him, but says, people say we look alike. Yeah, yeah. And can I get a picture? It's like, and you're trapped on the subway. And yeah. he, So I left. I, but I think if I had it to do over again, I would have said something like, you're really great. Because he's really good. Yeah, yeah, he is great in it. He he's makes really me good. nervous. Yeah, he's like, it's weird, But it's weird seeing him on the subway because it's just like he's so recognizable. Yeah. But... Anyway, maybe he would have been cool about it, but I'm glad I did. I mean, you know I think what? you got to err on the side of not bugging people. Yeah, I. Uh, there was a time I was jogging in Venice on the before. That's what really killed my hip. I think is running on the sand. Don't do that if someone yeah. tells you to do that. It messes up your hip. But I was running. I saw Josh Brolin running towards. But I didn't know it was him. He just looked because he's shorter than you'd think. Yeah, and his head was shaved, and he just because I've lived in Venice for. 16 years i thought that he was someone i knew and so i was like hey as he ran by i was like starting to acknowledge him and he could tell by my face that he's like wait i actually might know this guy and then i was like ah and then i realized that he is a movie star person and i could see that he was disappointed that i didn't really know him so oh. that was a situation where I was you like, I wish. You're reading all that into a guy jogging. I'm pretty realistic. I saw. I, there was the. He's like, Hey, how have you been? And I'm like, I'm sorry. And he's like, God damn it! Like it was. Oh, that he said, whole, Hey, how have you been? Or you said that? Yeah. He thought that he because of my convincing look on my face. Face. He thought I did know him. Oh. Yeah, but I. And then when I was like, Oh, I don't know you. You're a famous actor person. Oh. Then he was like, God damn it! So he, you actually. Convinced him that you guys actually knew each other. With you, think. With, yeah, with the look on my face. I think <laughs> this is all judging based on his look and your and what you think your. This look is was. all. Yeah, I'm just projecting. <laughs> it's I'm a not, lot of projection. I, yeah, on this yeah, one. yeah. I'm not sure. Because um, <laughs> that does happen though, where you see someone, and you're like, oh, is that famous? Oh, yeah, no, they're not. They're they. He just looked like a story guy I knew. Too. Yeah. Um. Wow. That's that's that's. Uh, I wish I could have been there. I could have settled. (laughs) I'd be like, you made him uncomfortable. That's what happened right there. (laughs) Yeah. You stared at him, and he's used to being stared at, but it's a weird thing to happen, and that's what happened. And he didn't think anything that you knew each other. And we were pat. It was like a real brief running past another person moment, so there wasn't a lot of time to make it clear. Yeah. I've only been to Venice like once or twice, maybe. Do you like living there? Yeah, I like it. I'm by the ocean. Like, if you're going to live in Los Angeles, you should but, live by the ocean. But, right? like, auditions and shit, is, are those far? Yeah, that sucks. I drive a lot. I drive a whole lot. Like, what are we talking about? Ooh, three, four times a week, I'm leaving where I live and going to the farthest corner of Los Angeles. How long does that take? An hour and a half? Uh, an hour. Not an hour and a half, usually. I was just shoot. I was just spitballing with that hour and a half. And you know what? Late at night, that hour, what it's what would be... A 25-minute drive. Sorry. <laughs> the drunkenness is really happening. No, no, it's just bubbles. Uh, it's just bubbles. My mind. I could have been from anything. That's true. It's circumstantial. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it wasn't circumstantial. So you're going back tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And tonight you're going to do the Knitting Factory. I think so. What else are you going to do? You know what? I don't have a lot of plans other than my show and then uh, going back to the hotel and waking up. I should do more. Should I go to a high-octane dance club? <laughs> I think you should uh, 
go home, do your set, change into your best club gear, <laughs> and club go gear. stand. You already did the standing in line, so you know how that feels yeah, to stand yeah. in line for It's humiliating, club. but I've gotten used to it. And then go to a dance club, man. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck, yeah. Just uh, You can just go up and rub against girls, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what people do. Um, well, I don't know if I'm ready for that. He, he was joking. Chris was joking. Uh, that was a joke. I would never rub against a stranger. It wasn't a good joke. Yeah, it wasn't joke. good. Oh, nothing. Nothing I've said so far has been a good joke. <laughs> what? Um, when are you going to do a comedy special, man? Well, I'm. Uh, I shot one. Oh, you shot one. I shot a proof of concept to give to this guy that does make them for. For Netflix. And what is I, proof of concept? I've well, never heard well, that. I don't know. I kind of just made. I I've just uh, here like are a, the jokes I would like to do. Like a demo. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he's. I think likes it. I don't know. It's hard. Is it hard for you to watch your own stand up? Oh, it's and brutal. Get, yeah, I can't. I. It's the first half of it. I really am happy about, and then I start meandering, and it and it ends real soft. Yeah, you're like. Oh, and I don't. I, I don't oh, like that. Terrible. Yeah, I don't like how it ends. Off. Especially if the show felt good, and then you watch it, and you're like, and you don't know whether it's the recording of it that doesn't. The show did feel show good. You how good it, it was, but oh, it's that always happens. You you think you did terribly, and you watch that, and you were like, eh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Then you watch the one where you thought you were great, and it's the same. Oh, it's the, same it's as... the fucking worst, man. Yeah. Why can't it be more predictable? What? Uh, so you gave him a proof of concept. So you get how many? Would you give him an hour? Uh yes. Two one, I had kind of cut together these two hours. That this I did. is the guy who produces specials. Yes, I won't ask who it is. Well, I'll tell you later. He's okay. like a nice guy. Okay, I don't know. Maybe you don't even know. Nah, I, not, I don't want to get. I don't want to. He's done a, deal. a few of them for people. I don't want to announce a deals being right. Right. Yeah. It's always bad. It's bad mojo. I think it's that. bad mojo. Yeah. 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 So I'll tell you later. What? <laughs> but that makes it more mysterious. Like. I already feel like I'm announcing I have more going on than I really do. No, I think you got it. You, no, I got do for special, man. All thanks. Yeah. Don't you think? I think so. I probably should have done it a long time ago. Did I ask you who you had? I have this drinking problem. I know. No, I don't really. Come on. Uh, who have I been hanging out with? Yeah. Did I ask you that? You say you don't hang out with Yeah, just Henry and, the, and oh, then. Yeah, sorry, um, Henry. yeah uh, but not so much lately. He's got like a girlfriend that he lives with, so it's it's harder to get friends to just meet you somewhere i've been spending a lot of time alone and i've, I've been recuperating from the surgery uh -huh. and prior to that i had this pain and when you got something like that you're not out partying i've been doing stand-up a lot but i haven't been going out socially much where do you do stand-up in la most i like the improv i like the I improv, like the improv too yeah the improv is the best i think you like the lab better than the, the big room i do the, both rooms are nice yeah i do like both rooms i like the lab more Ah, uh, if they were putting me up in the big room all the time, I wouldn't complain. But what about the comedy store? Do you work there? I don't. You know what? I don't. I never wanted to go there. Really? Yeah. I. They had a reputation when I moved there, and everyone said, "Oh, that's like a tough guy." But now, no, vibe. I think it, they've it's gotten it's better. Got quite yeah. a lineup. Look, Eddie yeah. Pepitone works there. Exactly. He's that's the altiest everyone, of the altiest. Is he yeah. their point of reference for? That everyone is like, but Eddie Pepitone's a regular there now. That's given that's so funny. many people hope. That's, that's kind of flattering to Eddie Yeah, Pepitone, yeah. Isn't yeah. It, I think? It's a big deal that, yeah. He's, and I like, 
I do like peripherally book, you know, not by the the booker there, but other shows there, and I like hanging out there. But I like the improv, and I like these other bar shows. Yeah, Largo. Do you do Largo? I love Largo. Yeah, yeah. Largo's nice. That's Largo's the one show in LA where it feels like you're doing an actual concert. Right, and you it feel feels legit. you feel professional. Yeah, you feel like it's good clientele. You're handed a small wad of money right, at the end. They pay you money. They're yeah. nice to you. <sighs> Largo's the reason I think I got on Pete's show, like I said. It's because it's Flanagan putting me on his show. I don't on Pete Holmes' show. Mm -hmm. So I owe Largo, you know, I'll, give Flan I'll buy him lunch or a sandwich. No, you, you did him a favor as well. Yeah, okay. You can buy him lunch, though. Yeah. I like Flanagan. You can buy him lunch. He's a good guy. <laughs> Why? Um, so how many times did they make you do this set? I thought it would be more, and I was hoping it would be did more. Did Judd? But it was uh, just was kind of... directing it? Um, he wasn't there, no. It was a woman named Jude. Okay. So similar to Judd. <laughs> Jude Apatow? Jude, yes. She was... Um, I think they have rotating... Directors of episodes. Who else were there, were there any other special guests on the show? Like who else was on that show? Uh, Todd Glass. Oh yeah, I like Todd yeah. Glass. Todd Glass came in as an angry neighbor, which was fun for him to watch. Was like, I live in the basement. I'm a coal miner, and then and then he got on stage. And, oh, he, so they had him. They oh, he wrote was doing him, a bit. Yeah, they okay. wrote him doing a very Todd Glassy bit where he was pretending to be the downstairs oh, neighbor, yelling at the audience. Yeah, that's. That's really I hope fun. it's okay that I reveal these things. I don't know. That's your call, man. Yeah. Well, you probably signed a non-disclosure agreement. Yeah, I probably did. And now you probably violated it. Yeah. It's always a $1 million <laughs> fine. Isn't that funny? <laughs> It'd be funny if like, you do a, a part on a, K, on a HBO show. It's a $1 million fine. <laughs> you owe us one. Well, that's curious because I'm getting, I mean, that is a lot more than you're paying me, the fine. You talking about me? No, I'm talking about them. If they if they find me one million dollars, I'm going to be really disappointed. Now I'm actually a real anxiety. <laughs> what is anxiety. the punishment for? An I'm actually violin. nervous. Um, I don't know. I keep confusing it with the one for smoking on an airplane. I think four grand. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, <laughs> you ever tamper with a smoke detector? <laughs> What's going on with your podcast? All the time. Um, it's it's we still do it like once a month. It's called Do You Need a Ride? Mm hmm. I've done it before where you actually get, I guess you could describe it or I could describe it. The original mission statement, yes, was what? going, uh, picking up or dropping off comedians at the airport. Before. Oh, it was always the airport. Yeah, before and or after it. Yeah, and then we kind of, because it's so terrible to go to LAX uh -huh. and the diving into that traffic and anguishing over getting someone on time and I'm driving and I'm recording on a, right. a Zoom like yours and, uh, and, I we started picking up comics and just taking them to shows in town, or I don't know. But we picked you up at the airport. Yeah, I always I always took full advantage of the full. Yeah, surf. yeah, and you should. I've uh, had like two or three times. But I think. Karen is now her murder puck. The making a murder took off. Right. Or, uh, sorry, my favorite murder. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Like she's playing big theaters now, right? It is a. Yeah, it's. It, and she's gonna make she's gonna make a living off it. That's great. Yeah, it's, I, I haven't it's listened a, to it. I have it on my queue of some sort of. And podcast. so that's not the re. I mean, I think that uh, it's also just me moving on to other things. But I, we are gonna keep doing it, and we're. I think we should probably do it more than once a month. But we've been doing it. 
Yeah. Uh, bi-monthly, once a month. But people are more excited about it now because they've crossed over from her huge murder podcast. Right. So I feel like our podcast is still really successful. I feel like her <laughs> podcast got huge real quickly, right? Because yeah, all of a sudden, a I didn't know she had one. And then I heard, oh, she's playing 2000, the Beacon Theater or something. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah, it happened real quickly. I, I wonder how... That's great, because I like Karen. Mm-hmm. But I just I always wonder, like, how does someone go, oh, we should book that podcast host in a 2,500-seat theater? Yeah. Like, I don't even know how that... How do people know to do that? I think once you have the kind of numbers they started to get, with the listenership-wise, someone makes that decision wow. and contacts you. That sounds like a fun one. a lot of people. People, you know, it's the same as Forensic Files or any of these shows, cold case shows. People really gravitate towards that. I think a lot of women do uh-huh. uh, like that kind of storytelling. And so they have this huge fan base. Of people that love to hear about like their quirky retelling of murders, and uh, it just took off. It's just you couldn't even predict. I right. don't think. So I've always thought, oh, I I know the world of skateboarding. I should do a skateboarding podcast, but I don't. I don't think that would necessarily take off. They just tapped into something. Did you see the uh, all this mayhem? Oh yeah, what is that? That's it's about two skateboarders. Yeah, brothers. Taz and pa- Toss yeah, Pop, yeah. Toss Pappas and right. Ben Pappas. Right. You've seen that? I did see that. You're a fan of that? I'm not a skateboarding fan, but I will watch a documentary about an interesting people Mm -hmm. with an interesting story, regardless of whether I partake in their, well, in anything they did. Right. (laughs) And I, they made me nervous always just because they seemed like they were loose cannon Uh young people. But I, I 100% knew about their skateboarding career when I was young. I was like a fan of them and never was given a reason why they suddenly disappeared. So when I watched that documentary, yeah. I had no idea about the murder and all that stuff. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it. I watched a demo in Bend, Oregon, and they were on it. And I remember these two wild... Be, they could skateboard on anything. They were ramp skaters, but they could skate anything. And they were they seemed crazy. They were good, though, right? Yeah. I think if you... That was a dumb thing I just said. Yeah, they, they no. were really good. Yeah, they yeah. Like and I great. think there is a correlate. Now you see more skaters that are good, that take risks, and uh, that also can have a conversation about books and everything. But it always seemed growing up that the ones that were really good had something missing. Um, in their head, that Tony Hawk introduced himself to me. Oh, really? He's Comedy a big Cellar. fan of comedy. Yeah, he was very nice. There's something called the Stand Up for Skate Parks benefit, where he actually would have. It's at this house in the mountains, and uh, it's like near next to David Geffen's, uh-huh. and he would have stand up. Like he'd have Todd Glass and and uh, and uh, what's his well, whatever the other little guy. That was on SNL all those years. David Spade. Like, do stand-up as a fundraiser, and then the money would go to skate parks, and a giant grant from his foundation went to the skate park in Missoula, you know, my hometown that you've been Wait, to. that's a charity? Building a skate park? Yeah, stand-up for skate parks. It's stand-up comedy at these fundraisers that raises money for skate parks in low-income communities. Okay, low-income. That's been all a, I needed yeah, to Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just Yeah, people. for poor kids. And, okay. and Missoula needed... Missoula applied and and acquired one of these these grants and uh, and it's that's all Tony Hawk. Yeah. 
Is, is he from it, Missoula? No, he just, it was a random thing. I interviewed him at one of those, they had like a carpet thing, and uh-huh. I interviewed him at it. And I said, oh, well, yeah, they're trying to make a skate park in my hometown. I even told him about it, but he ended up giving that grant to my friends. Damn. Yeah, Tony Hawk, he's a big, I'm a big fan of his. When's the last time you are in Montana? Um, Boy, I guess wintertime, around Christmas. I got to go this summer. I have to go back. We worked there together, what, twice, right? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. We had a good time last time. Yeah, we had a great time last time. The audience was great. I won. I was embarrassed the first time we went when uh, everyone, it was like a high school reunion of mm-hmm. people that I went to school with, which is the only way to have a high school reunion. And they talked after my set. I feel like they talked during yours. And they made <sighs> water under the bridge, you know? I mean, <laughs> what am I going to still be thinking about that? Uh... Well, you talked about it a, a little in your book. And then the second show was great. Yeah. I thought it was great. And they really got, if not, it was it was better than the one, the show in Tucson and Tempe, I thought. The one in Missoula was like the best show of that. Really? Of that tour. little run we did? Yeah. Huh. They all run together to me, man. Sort they of, really they were picking up on that. That's where you had the tomato riff about the tomato sauce and the to- remember oh, that? Really? Yeah, there was a great tomato oh, riff. Oh, what was that tomato riff? Just back and forth, calling back to it. I it vaguely was, remember that. It was but like I don't it was like it was like forty percent of your set was this tomato. Back well, and I'm forth. an improvisational genius. Yeah, you're a crowd working improv. Oh my god! Are you still in an improv group? <laughs> do you still do? I'm in the. I'm in the. I can't think of one. Mixed on nuts. <laughs> no, no. What? Uh, trying to think if there's anything else. We can maybe almost wrap it up pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. I'm When's not... your show? What time? Uh, tonight at nine. Nine. I got yeah. Time. So it probably won't. Uh, you know, this will be after that. This will be. People will be listening to this. Yeah, Long not, after I slaughter on that stage. Yeah, we're not going to plug you. <laughs> we're not going to use the opportunity to plug the show you're doing it in two and a half hours. Right. Yeah. Of course. Do you have anything you want to plug, man? Uh, not really. No. Yeah, I'm working on some stuff, and I think it's going to be great. But I have nothing. I'm on one Mississippi Tiggs show. I'm on a little episode are, of that. Are they still doing that show? And then some show called I can't Corporate. keep track of like I don't Amazon shows they are, are still are doing under it. my radar. Yeah, yeah. I've just never watched. Well, I, I watched Catastrophe once. Yeah, which I yeah. Liked. I like it too. Um, but I, I don't. I like there's too show. much stuff to watch now. There is too much. So you're on one Mississippi. <clears throat> yeah, just a real quick. I'm like a morning, uh, morning buzz radio guy, so really? that's fun to be that guy. Because we've dealt with these morning radio yeah. guys. Did you when you showed up to set? Were you drunk like you were for my podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's usually the. <laughs> I I mean, I really am not that. I I turned. I had like three drinks. No, you did. You, had, you, had you can tell. You can tell. I don't I think... wanted to be honest and upfront with you about it. No, and I think I, I was. It's fine. Yeah, it, it actually. <laughs> It's a thing that would scare me, but you're one of those function. You're one of those people who's got such an intense drinking problem that right. Don't you I, think I, that I it can, means I, I can talk to you? Yeah, if I can act totally normal, it means that my problem is even more severe. You've had right? such a life of just ten, twenty drinks a night a day. The way I feel right now is normal to where other people right. cartoonish. You need to have five extra strong drinks to do a podcast. I need it to get my hand to stop shaking, I'll tell you that. Is that true? Do you do your hand shake? Yeah, my hand shakes. Why do you think that is? Do you ever have that looked at? I think that's just a gift from God. Um, I get an occasional shaky hand. Your leg's been shaking. Yeah, I know. I got got that. 
I got the I got the freaky leg. Yeah, oh my hand shakes like crazy. Uh well once I look at it. But look, you can see the potential for shakiness. Yeah. Yeah. I well, think it I, mine like when I don't think about it doesn't shake, but then when I think about it, I think I will it to shake a little bit. Yeah. I think I have that problem too. Uh you got a good set ready for tonight? I'll just probably uh, just whatever comes to my head. <laughs> do some fake mistakes. Yeah, yeah. I'll do some mix em ups and some make em ups. Well, Chris. Yeah. This was good. The time flew. Yeah, it did fly. Yeah, it was pretty good. I hope I didn't talk too much. No, no. It's it's better to talk too much. Yeah, I think so. Because then I feel like I've done a good job, if, and I feel like I haven't interrupted. Not that I'm like Mister Interrupty, but I feel like if there's a lot of talking and it's your talking. It's better than if it's the other way around. Because it's a guest, I guess, that your I guest am technically my, your guest. In my, in my penthouse apartment. <laughs> well, you never moved to New York? What? I had fun, but yeah, I would, I would move oh, here. All right. I, I just would have liked to have heard you talk more during this episode. Really? That's all. Just as a listener. Not as a guest, though. I'm glad that you Are highlighted. You saying I, I, I guess you can't complain about me letting you speak too much. That would be... That wasn't a complaint. Was uh, no, it? not as a guest. As a listener, I wish that I had heard more. Well, of you. I, I, I think I was funny, and I think I did what I do. And uh, <laughs> you were doing your thing. I think I fucking <laughs> you know I did, I'm you know I'm not like wow I was on fire. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I did what I do. And yeah, was, yeah, that's how fine. I kind of feel. I I definitely wasn't on fire for this. So are you excited about your flight, your first class flight home tomorrow? Oh man. I mean, uh, uh, the fact that there's a massage. The massage is a new thing. That's that's ridiculous. You got to tell me about the flatbed. I think I was like, oh, that's cute. He's never he doesn't know that they've had that for twenty years now. Oh, no, it really a button that is. Yeah, yeah. No, I have never. I've I haven't flown first class a lot. Neither have I. But but it's encased in its own plastic little cubicle. I would. I didn't have anyone next to me. Uh, should I have got yeah. access? Go to the lounge. I hope my flight is the same flight tomorrow. I'm very yeah, excited. Just go to the Sky Lounge. You're allowed to do that. Like, do you uh, do people dance? Is there? No, can you it's, meet it's girls like, there? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure like a you club. Could. I mean, you have those skills. You're one of those guys who just can meet a girl anyway. But <laughs> free food, some drinks. Oh yeah, some magazines. It's comfortable Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to ask that. about it. Well, Chris, thank you for being here. Thank and, you. Uh, have a good set tonight. I will. I will have a good set. I'll see you again soon. Bye, everyone. Thanks a lot. This is firefighter Raphael Poirette for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub, Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.